Uh, yeah, there we go. It's recording. Do we have some kind of intro? Nah, we don't. Why, why would we do an intro? Whose idea is it to do intros again? We're going for absolute minimum effort here. Anyway, we just saw James Bond, No Time to Die. Oh my goodness. Everything I, I, I wanted. All I the wanted. emotions. It was fantastic. I just want to say I called it the uh, the the villain's weapon of choice was in fact a virus. Well, it was nanobots, but I want to find out if they recut it to be nanobots as opposed to a virus because uh, I don't know. There's this thing going on. It might be a little too on the nose for everyone. A little bit. But it was a fantastic movie. It oh my brought gosh. in all of the all of the other Bond movies, I believe. I think all of the. All of the Daniel Craig Bond movies to culminate. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. I mean. I'd say yeah. Bond movies like the. I, I don't know where Quantum of Solace fits in there at all. But that was the writer yeah. strike one. But I, all of I the think other it ones. does. I think that's how Felix. Because I thought no, Felix was from Casino Royale. Okay, okay. Yeah, but man, like, all and the, all the rest of them. But yeah, all the character development that went into this. Every character I felt that we had a name to was very fleshed out. Like, from your scientist dude to, like, even the the SJW uh, Bond to... All, <laughs> like And I feel like they pointed it out, like, so often. He was just like, no. Yeah, they and were... It was great. It, all of it was great. Yeah, that was, that was... That movie was fantastic. There was a lot of, um... The action was really fun right out the gate because they don't really have to build up Bond or who he is or who the rest of the entities and everything is. So they kind of jumped right into it. Yeah. Uh, they introduced the love interest for the movie, the Bond girl, Mad- Madeline, I believe. Yeah, who was. was from the previous Spectre movie. Yes. So picked up with her there, and then things break them apart. Stuff happens. The movie's about them getting back together. It was really well done. Definitely a better love story than Twilight. Oh, anything, everything, um, and you really feel for him, and the stuff yeah. that he discovers about himself all all the time. I mean, we're we're gonna spoil. It. He dies in the end. Yeah, he dies. Sorry, um, he doesn't make it off the island. And honestly, I didn't think they were gonna do it. I didn't think so either. I was like, he's gonna get off. Like the drone's gonna come down. Like they're gonna do some Q shenanigans and get him off with the drone ship. Yeah, I thought they were going to Captain America him, give him a nice little, like, end, end to his story, wind it all up. But no, they uh, they went right for the throat. And, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sad. I'm, I'm sad. sad. I'm very sad. It's, uh, I mean, these movies started coming out when I was, like, a kid and seeing them come to now. And I'm very happy with how they did it. They definitely yeah. went all out. Yeah, it was, it was so beautiful to even see, like, this was probably the best... In my opinion, this is right up there with Skyfall. Maybe even better, dare I say, than Skyfall, um, as far as Bond movies go. Just because the I, th- I think the Skyfall had a better plot. Perhaps, perhaps. But I, I just think this one is right up there with it. Definitely, I think definitely better than Casino Royale, in my opinion. Uh, s- which is just I mean, like to me, like the one of the peak Bond movies of all time. I mean, let's just, I mean, for the record, Bond movie rating-wise, Spectre goes Quantum Solace, Spectre, probably Casino Royale, Skyfall, and then this yeah. for me. And there is a very large gap between Spectre and Casino Royale. 
There yes. are probably <laughs> several older Bond movies between those two. Very, very. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought it was really good. Uh, there was... I, Again, and I watch movies trying to get really annoyed. I mean, other than the fact that, like, in the last final fight scene, uh, he had the plot armor of the gods. Um, Beautiful. But it was, like, fine, because, I mean, he didn't make it in the end, and, like, this is what we came to see, was one last Daniel Craig tearing his way through endless hordes of enemies. Yes. Um, I mean, it it was great. Everything about it was great. I think even even for me when I was watching it, the fact that most of the movie was shot, at least the scenes, were at, like, blue light time, which is a very hard time to just, like, shoot in cinematography. Like, everything's, like, an evening or a morning shot. There's very few, like, daylight shots, and, like, all the lighting throughout the whole entire thing, I was, like... Just beautiful. Like, everything was a background image for your desktop. (laughs) Yeah, there was a lot of that. A lot of, like, beautiful European cities, uh, Norwegian-esque landscapes. Really, they went all out on this. Um, I don't really have anything to... I I mean, I'm trying to find something to complain about. Like, that's what I I do with every movie we ever see. One thing that I thought the beginning with the storyline with the girl, the... Madeline? Madeline... The shot, like, her firing the gun at the dude in the house. Oh, yeah, I don't know how he... I don't know how he lived. I don't know how he lived, and I don't know exactly, like, was this... It probably wasn't her first time shooting. Oh, no, absolutely not. Like... I mean, I figure her dad's an assassin, right? So... Yeah. I mean, like, I was shooting by the time I was her age, so I wouldn't... I wouldn't put it past her to know how to use that. Yeah. The fact, too, that he, like... I mean, even and if you're an assassin... Safe, and she knew the safe room code, so, like, I guess that's... Yeah, like, she had definitely been yeah. told what to do if something went sideways. Yeah. You go into the safe room, yeah. you grab a gun. Um, I would like to think that even assassins would not leave, like, guns lying around their house without teaching your kids how to use them. That just... Yes. I mean, it's a, like, you want to protect your family from all the people that you've yeah. killed and wronged. So I imagine, like, that wasn't her first time. So it just, that was kind of, like, how... How did he live? Um, yeah. I mean, I don't think he got shot in any, like... Well, they didn't really show you where he got shot, but, I mean, she dropped a yeah. mag into him from, like, five feet away. Yeah, but I only think she got in two shots into him. Yeah, but then he fell ten feet. Yes. True, true, true. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. But he was, I guess, the MacGuffin of the entire thing because he kept coming... Like, he should have died with his family initially. Yeah. But he didn't. That's true. He just kind of... He kind of <laughs> keeps coming. He can't... He kept coming back. They hit start coming and I don't stop coming. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Which is interesting. I mean, just Remy Malik though. Can we talk about that for a minute? Like, that man deserved more screen time as a villain. Oh, my God. I think a lot of people deserved more screen time, honestly. I was... I really wanted... So, we got introduced to this CIA woman in, like, the first act. And I was like... Where is more of her? Oh, she was fantastic. She was great. I was like, this is better than the double O that, like, came to replace Bond. Like, just as far as, like, well, bond type action stuff. Yeah, but her character was really quirky and weird. And, like, like she was, like, a new agent. And she was like, ah, oh, you know, I'm just kind of, like, getting started here. And she was, like, nervous and, like, forgot to say code words and stuff. But, like, she could handle herself in a fight, no problem. Yeah. Um, but the whole situation was just rather interesting. And, I mean, her character was fantastic. And for, like, I mean, she was only really in the movie for, like, 15, 20 minutes. Maybe. Great character. I super entertaining. Um, yeah. 
I, I have a bad feeling. Uh, the bad feeling is... What's the bad feeling? They, they killed off Felix. They introduced a new CIA contact yes. who came across the new double O. And they kind of had this, like, Avengers Assemble moment at the end while they were mourning Bond. And I just really I, am afraid of some sort of show spinoff. I, well, I don't think a show spinoff, but I don't think they're going to be continuing this personally. I mean, I don't think they have a, a drive to continue this particular Bond era anymore. Like the Daniel Craig era, I think is done. And I think all those things associated with him are going to end. I mean, there's like a 10-year gap, though, between the last Bond movie and the Daniel Craig Bonds. So I don't see it to be unrealistic for them to just kind of milk a few more dollars out of this without Craig, do some kind of sad spinoff, throw it up on Amazon or somewhere, and then just roll with it. Um, I guess, but that, I... <laughs> That's just me being pessimistic, um... And them trying to milk every last drop out of this IP. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. Right, we'll, we'll see in ten months. I don't think so. I, I, yeah. I don't think they'll do it. I just think the move, like, they closed it off very well. I just love the, it, everything was a little, not everything. Some lines were, like, very Bond cheesy, and I enjoyed it so much. Felix's character felt different this time. As far as... His dialogue bothered me. I don't know what it was, but the entire time he was, like, on screen, it felt like he was, like... I'm not sure if he wasn't acting to it or, or what. Something seemed off about it. I'm curious if there's a backstory or just he didn't have as much screen time in the previous movies that I remember. Um, I just remember him very briefly before. Yeah, like, I mean, this, this was the longest amount of time they had ever put him in yeah. one of the movies ever and then they, they killed him yeah but yeah but it, it was I thought he served very well I thought there was enough of a connection of remembrance at least oh yeah no justify I oh no there was no Felix died by the way in case we didn't say yeah, that already that. Felix died um, but it felt like we had enough a connection to feel a little bit emotional between the relationship that he and Bond had which I thought was important because they spent a good enough time trying to have this emotional connection at the end. Yeah, I definitely think they, they did him justice. Yeah. It just it's something, I don't know what it was, something yeah. about his lines and the way he delivered them just seemed off to me. Yeah, but I thought that it was a good twist. I was not expecting... There, so there's oh, because the yeah, they were making fun of that guy the whole yeah. time who ended so up being the villain. So they're making fun of this uh, newbie or... I don't really know what Polit to call him. Political appointed tag along. Tag along. The CIA. They're making fun of him the entire time, and he and he turns out to double cross them, um, working for the main villain. And you're just like, whoa! Like, where did this come from? Like, not expecting it at all. Like, really, kind of just whoa uh, type of twist, which I thought was very good. As I think Bond movies are are good at doing that, and normally it's not. I feel like most of the time it's the love interest, like, and you can kind of tell it. But in this, it wasn't, and he had to like regain the trust. And I thought that was like very well done. Like at first you're like mistrusting uh, the person, and then you're like, oh no, she's actually Madeline is actually really good. Oh yeah, I was about to be really angry if they just completely recycled that whole. Yeah. Ha! The woman you fell in love with and have been parading around with for years decided to betray you. Trope. I was yeah. like, wow. 
I guess they're really gonna go for the throat and make him really angry. If they had gone that route, I would have assumed Bond had lived, but of course yeah. we can't give our hero a happy ending, yeah. so. Which I appreciate. I appreciate yeah. the actual ending to the movie, yeah. the actual, like, they wrapped it up, they finished his character. Yeah. A Bond character in real life is never getting a happy ending. Yeah. Um, I, I think it was really well done. I, yeah. All the shots were great. All the, the characters were great. The action sequence in the forest when he's protecting the little girl I thought was A1. Yeah. Like, the whole entire... So he has to protect um, Madeline and his child. And he has to protect them with basically... He starts out with just a pistol. And the Bond, obviously. So, like, he can do all the things. But, like, still, what they had him do... In the forest, I thought was very original. Um, he set up like a little. It was the Ewok like a, village. Like your your clothes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the Ewok village. I'm sorry. His motorcycles running around. He blew up a truck, grabbed a winch, tripped a cyclist off their bike, took the yeah, bike, took the gun. Yeah. It was, I mean, the it whole was, sequence is really cool, really shot. The lighting was great. Really unique, like set. Yeah. I haven't seen anything. I mean, I joked that it was like the Ewok village. It was nothing like the Ewok village. Yeah. Uh, it, it was. It was. I don't know. I, I think I, I'm just done with Marvel movies at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, having a, a, a hero that actually needs to, like, solve problems, like, I'm outnumbered. I'm not in an Iron Man suit. I can't just magically solve the problem. Yeah. And, like, I mean, we knew they weren't going to kill him. He wasn't in any real danger. They did the kind of same thing with, like, Superman, where they have, like, the lowest lane. So, Madeline and, you know, what ends up being yeah. James Bond's daughter is there, and you're worried about them. You're not really worried about Bond, but... Yeah. I still think it was really fun. It was really, like, kept me on the edge of the seat. I was engaged yeah. the entire time. The entire time, I felt I was, like, it was a thriller the entire time. Oh, yeah. I never, never, never once did I go, what time is it? When am yeah. I going to get out of here? Or, like, oh, this is a lull point in the movie. Yeah. There wasn't anything that felt unnecessary except for maybe the Cyclops character. Um, I thought I thought the Cyclops character gave us a good connection of a villain of like who was getting like traded out um even though he's not he's not really important but you recognize that he's there from he's there in the beginning he's there in the middle he's there at the end and that's where he dies yeah but i think that he worked for specter before and then he didn't die when all of specter no he was a double agent for specter oh he was a double agent yeah so because he met with the cia agent all right I'm, i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna call well, okay, he wasn't a double agent. The guy running Spectre was a double agent. What do you mean? Because he was his eye. They had the recording oh, of the meeting, which yeah. mean the other guy saw it. What they thought was him being crazy was him just talking to people on the other end of the uh, Cyclops guy. Yes. Right, oh, that, that, that makes, makes more sense. sense. Yeah, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was really cool. I, oh. I liked that. I didn't um, pick up on that part. Though I definitely want whatever cell carrier he's using because I have concrete walls <laughs> in the building I work in and, like, I need to stand near a window if I want to send a text message. Honestly. Um, but, oh, also, I loved how they kind of were playing the government are the villain aspects of this. Um, like, the CIA developing... So, uh, what is it? M6 developed the weapon Real that talk, they had to stop. Real talk, the opening intro should have been somewhere in a lab in China, followed by the bad guys raiding a, uh, a warehouse yeah. for a, a biological weapon. Yeah. There was a lot of things. I'm, I'm 90% sure the, the directors and production team for Bond came out after the virus came out, and they were like, hey, guys, 
what do we do about this? Because we totally just, if we release this at any point, the conspiracy theories are going to fly. Because yeah. it, it was it's, way it is, too incredibly on the nose. It's very, it is the pandemic. Like, it is a government developing, <laughs> if you want to put me in a tinfoil hat or, you know. Like, no, 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 uh, it's, but, it's, like, it's the it's, government developing a bioweapon. Yeah, in their, in their case, they were actually developing a bioweapon. The theories going around the internet are, hey, they're developing something that's, you know, to, to test it to see that we can defend against it. But it's like, we have a lab. Yeah. We have bad guys breaking into the lab to steal something and then wanting to release it on society and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And I, I thought it was really interesting, too, because, like, the points the movie made weren't necessarily your typical, like, higher-up talking points. Because, um, like, the end line was, you know, I want to live my life. I don't want to simply be alive was the, the point of the movie. Yeah. Um, and Remy Malik's character goes on a monologue about how everyone wants to be told what to do. Oh, true. He is the, uh, he is one of the few who is to put everyone in line. I'm like, wow, th this movie speaks to a lot of things that I'm yeah. sure they had zero intention of touching on ever. And we're just writing really cool script lines and like, Oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. And it's like, yeah. Oh no. Oh, it we messed up. Like I, I, I just, I have to find out if they had originally scripted it to be a virus and then had to retroactively go back and do the nanobots for it. Because even the animation they used didn't look like nanobots. Um, we were talking after the movie with one yeah. of our buddies and they were talking about how he has this EMP watch that he uses to kill the Cyclops guy in the movie. Great comeuppance. Fantastic. Awesome. Great punchline. <laughs> I love the puns. It was great. Yeah. Lighthearted part to what was a really dark part of the movie. Um, and, you know, it's... It, the, the only time they mention nanobots is once, and then they refer to it as the name of the thing, which was uh, Hermerkithi? Her Her I don't remember. Not Hercules. Uh... Some Greek goddess-related yeah. thing. Um, and I can't help but feel like they the only scene they named it in two was a one when they were sitting inside of the headquarters. Yeah. It was M, it was Bond, it was the other 007, I believe. Yeah, and I want to say it was more of the virus, because when you get to the lab... The lab, they're they're like growing <laughs> plants. They're doing something yeah, they're more biological. They're growing it. They're cultivating it. It spreads from person to person. And they never explain yeah. how the nanobots reproduce. So, I mean, in my yeah. mind, if I'm going to make a nanobot weapon, I'm not going to store yeah. it in a lab where they joke about putting a bullet in each other's teeth. <laughs> it's going to be a virus that I keep there. Yeah. The nanobots are going to be developed in another entire... Like, I... And yeah. I, I imagine they just didn't want to deal with that. There's going to be a lot of people who wouldn't have gone to the movie, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I still... But not. the movie... I, I felt like the trailer for the movie gave away nothing. Oh, gosh. Uh, other than the fact that it kind like, of tipped its hand to there being uh, some kind of biological agent involved. Yeah. Like, um, other than that, like, the storyline was so unique. Like, the... So, in, in the trailer, I remember this specifically, there's a scene when Bond is under the ice trying to get up. Yeah, that... And it's it's shot in the trailer as Bond, but it turns out to, to be, be Madeline kid. as yeah. a kid. That was that was a plot twist, because that scene, I thought that was going to be towards the end of the movie, personally. Yeah. I thought Remy Malek in that mask, he was going to be the villain in the mask the whole time. Mm -hmm. That was going to be it. No, that that's the opening shot to the movie. Yeah. And that, oh, man, the jump scare right out the gate. Oh, my Remy goodness! Like, the jump scare! The little girl is like... Her mom's an alcoholic. I mean, she's married to an assassin. And they're yeah. living in the middle of this farm in the oh winter. Oh, my goodness. And, like, 
you, you see Remy so Malik's character so like good. limping up towards the house. Like he yeah. must have gone through some shit to get yeah. to this house. And then the little girl like kind of sees something. She's like helping she, her. She hears something at first, and then she's like goes to the window to see what it is. And it's Remy Malik. Oh, he he's not there. He's and not then there. He just pops. He's there. He's just. Remy Malik in this mask in this like white like like a real solo. Jason type just yeah out of the oh blue. god it was horrifying <gasps> and this is the first like two minutes of the movie and I'm like all right yeah. and it was pretty much from that point on it just nonstop whole yeah. movie through nothing is wasted nothing is is done yeah. it wraps everything up he burns the letter um, that Vesper writes him in yeah. the end of Casino Royale uh, yeah. and when he goes and visits her grave. Mm. Uh, and then that was an ambush, and yeah. you know, oh it my just, gosh, it just rolls, I, that, that rolls, ambush rolls. was totally like to me unexpected. That got me more than the jump scare. Yeah, oh, I didn't see it either. I was, I mean, it makes sense though, right? Like if you're gonna ambush Bond and you you murdered his girlfriend and you know who she was, yeah. just gonna wait by her grave for forever until he eventually shows up. Yeah, and it turned out he did, and you paid the goat herder in town whose job it was. To take people through this old cemetery <laughs> to like, hey, like, you know, this is where your ancestors have fun. Just to press the big red button when the guy shows up for this grave. Yeah. Uh, it's a good thing none of her other family came to visit because, yeah, I'm sure he had a little picture. They didn't really yeah. go into that. But um, it was it was great. I mean, that yeah. too, I think they did a really good job. You know, I think looking back on it, they did a lot of that. They did a lot of taking you to like emotional like swings very quickly because yeah. you'd get it and you'd be like, Oh, that's kind of sad. I feel bad for him. This is like a nice, yeah. calm, clean moment where he is just coming to terms with what <gasps> boom, immediate yeah. action scene, blood's yeah. pumping, guns going yeah. off, people chasing. Yeah. And it, and it gave enough pacing, I think in my mind that it like let you feel everything. And it wasn't to me, it didn't feel as like boom, 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 like quick, but I was like able to sit with him because the the dialogue with like Madeline, I thought like in in the hotel at first, where he's like, she asked him to like, okay, you have to deal with this. He's like, okay, I'm gonna go deal with it. And then it's basically that like walk to the graveyard where you're like, oh, like he's actually dealing with things, which I thought was so great with Bond having to deal with like the fallout of his consequences, even his kid being a yeah. fallout of his consequences that normally Bond never has to deal with. Yeah. Bond never has to deal with the people who die. Bond never has to deal with, with the like, people he leaves, the, the people, people that, that leave. Yeah, all of that. And all, that all, all the people he sleeps with, like, he doesn't have to deal with the consequence of that. But now, in this, he does. Which I thought was such a beautiful thing that he's coming to terms with. And even at the. Even in the. I mean, the whole, um, the whole movie is a result of the actions James Bond has taken in the last four movies. Yeah. Every every character just about, except for the few new ones they introduce, yeah. every relationship, every action is just all of these people mm. that James Bond has dealt with in the past that are either coming back to haunt him or coming yeah. forward to help him. Mm-hmm. And that is what the entire yeah. movie is. And it ends with, I mean, realistically, him you know, this is the life I live and this is the only way I was really ever going out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it even kind of alludes to in the beginning of the movie, um, just that he never really was going to be able to retire and that he yeah. was always going to go and involved and get himself yeah. killed in something. And he was just going to go until he did. Yeah. They kind of did a, a good job too. I don't, I don't really know what Daniel Craig looks like now. I, I don't even know how old he is. He's gotta be. He's in his, I remember that he was in his fifties 
in the in the in last, last one. bond. Yeah, so the he's last bond. he's getting up there, yeah. uh, and they did a kind of a good job of of playing to kind of I don't want to say old man bond, but like yeah, old man bond. I would say that. Old yeah, man bond. definitely that kind of like more wiser, older. Like older wiser wants to have a quieter life, wants to settle like actually like settle down and try to at least. Doesn't, yeah. You know, he's still going to get himself into trouble all the yeah. time. And and I thought even like with him and the and the new Bond character, I thought it was very or the new 00, not Bond, a uh, new 00 character. I thought it was like a very like poking fun at like not I don't think they did this intentionally, but I think it came off this way to me like poking fun at the fact of like a female uh, quote James Bond. Oh, they hundred percent were. Like just... I thought it. I thought it was like a. It, it felt not like a comical thing, but it kept feeling this tension of play in between the two of them the entire time. There was definitely some fourth wall breaking with a few of the jokes, as far as just like, man, everyone was arguing about these points, and you're kind of showing you why they can't be or why they could be, and like, yeah. And I also think, um, there was so. Based on Remy Malik's dialogue and something that the the villain scientist said, I feel like there might have been a we want to purge the impurities from humanity. Oh gosh. Very racist um, vibes from the scientist. Oh, not dude. very racist vibes. He was just outrightly very genocidal, racist. Genocidal. Yeah, genocidal. He was like, like, I can kill all of the I black can wipe people. out West Africa if I want with this DNA target thing. We were like, wow, that came out of left field, but then there was like the yeah. one part Remy Malik was talking about how he wanted mm. to purify and to clean humanity. Well, if you're trying to kill everyone, you're just going to be left with everyone left on your yeah. island, which is like indentured servants from Japan and Russia that you've kind of just yep. gathered together. Yeah. So they're definitely, I, I, I really want to know what was left on the cutting room floor of this because I think this movie could have been a lot scarier and darker. Yeah. Um, it and, felt like there were a lot of triggers that I think they decided not to go like not to go full force and i think that's probably why it got delayed so much including the like cr- like pandemic but also just like what well, it happened. got delayed it got delayed several times like he could have yeah. come out when black widow came out at the beginning of the summer and they didn't for some reason yeah so i was think that- i think they wanted to redo some of the things because like e- like even what the scientist said felt offhand kind of out of place but it didn't match it- his character yeah at all that they had built up like he just was this nerdy guy yeah. who made this thing and like didn't get along with his coworkers. Nothing about him seemed cruel or weird. Like he was picked on yeah. and bullied. He, now he was introduced from one of the other movies, I guess. Um, and I don't remember him. I don't remember it him at must all. have been Spectre uh, or yeah. Quantum Spect- Solace. Yeah, Quantum Solace. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy that one. I liked that. One. Um, Probably Quantum Solace. That would make more sense. Uh, maybe I don't know. Yeah. I, I got to go look up all the stuff afterwards, uh-huh. but. Basically, like, there's this action scene going on, and then he just comes out as a raging racist, and I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like, out of no, you're like, you're kind of like, where, where did this come from? Like, is he trying to threaten her? Is he trying, like, what is he trying to do? I, I mean, it was definitely like, uh, there should have been some more leading up to this and her being furious with him. And then she does, like, classic, cause, so they're on this little catwalk, and it caught... Cr- Reminds me of like just Spartan. Sp- kicks yeah, like Spartan him kicks him into the vat of acid. Like, you like, go. That is awesome. Go! 
I really, I really was hoping. Like full on yeet. Well, she had some some good one liners earlier on. Yeah. Uh, like when when she's trying to get the scientist the first time, and she's like, "I'm taking you back to mom," and I just laugh because M mom and like you know yeah. the, just taking you back to mom double entendre type thing is hilarious because he's yeah. a bad guy and he's gonna get you know in trouble. But um, I would have loved for her instead of saying it's time for you to die or. Uh, for her to just say it's time to take a bath and then kicked him into the vat of <laughs> toxic nanobots because That's... it would have just made me laugh so hard. Yeah. And it, um, it was, she, she had such a beautiful character and I'm glad they only had her in the parts that she was there for. Yeah. Because I think it was a nice, uh, almost for me in, in a lot of sequences, comedic relief. To some extent, I wouldn't say she was a comedic relief character. The the other okay, the, the other girl was the comedic relief character, um, the CIA agent. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean she was okay, hilarious. But I I think for me like the the playful nature of like what double like oh the two of them playing yeah like cause, so she didn't feel Bond, like a sidekick which was good like yeah. she didn't feel like a rose in Star yeah. Wars like she wasn't like yeah she was her person. own character yeah, that yeah. could hold her own and was like very like badass and shit. Well, they had and, her like, doing her own stuff the whole time, yeah. and you were like. Yeah, right. She's, she's, she's another agent. Just yeah. not gonna worry about it. There's no like, oh, there's just, like there's no tropes with her. She was just another agent. Yeah, um, which I thought was great. Like it really, they did it well. I I think in introducing like someone that could replace Bond. Is it or, like well, that's the, the first time in this series that they introduced another double O? Correct. No, I don't think so. Oh, in this series, yes. In this series, yes. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's one where Sean in, Bean in, and 006 yeah, is the in, bad guy. Yeah, or whatever. And old bonds they yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying in this, this yeah. is the first one where we've gotten another double O. Yeah, which I think is nice, and it and it brings off. And even if they did do a spinoff with her, like I wouldn't be that mad about it because like she, I feel like there's a lot that could be good, um, because I think Amazon owns this now. Yes. I think they own Metro Goldwyn. Gold, I wouldn't whatever. be surprised. Like, I think they have this now, so I, I don't think it's a bad thing, especially given what they've done in the past, like, with, um, what is John Krasinski in? Oh, uh, Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. I don't know. Amazon's um, shows are hit or miss for me. That's a whole yeah. other discussion as to which yeah. streaming service has the best content. Uh, we should just do, just do a podcast on that sometime, I think. It'd be fun. So, like, good games! When- I haven't seen that <laughs> this weekend. Oh, my God. Anyway, I mean, I'd, I 100% say this movie is yeah. a go-see. Um, go see it. Go watch it in theaters. Go buy it on Blu-ray after it comes out. I will, de- I will definitely be buying this on DVD, because I think for... I think this I'm is going to be set. set, like, the standard um, going ahead in, in, like, a lot of the Bond filmmaking, hopefully, in the future. Just because it, it deals with the consequences from everyone's actions, which I think is great. Like, well, I think I think that's something that's missing from cinema currently. Period. Yeah. I mean, even if you look at the Avengers, short of the fight between them in Civil War, where War Machine becomes paralyzed, there's yeah. no or grandiose, crazy things, right? Like, I mean, like yeah. in this one, they they literally deal with the fact that like Bond's a womanizer and he had a kid. Yeah, and it's like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Like, all right, cool. Like, we don't really talk about that much anymore. But like, yeah. hey, it's the thing that happened. Yeah. Now, I mean, it's a little. It's not just like some random person. Like, they were in love. Yada yada yada. Yeah. But um, like just all of the things that I, I'm not gonna say it was like a realistic movie. It was ridiculous, over the top. Yeah, yeah, movie. yeah. But I mean, like, it was not. It it did. It's just 
yeah, it dealt with really real situations, situations. Yeah. and that's that's the thing that I think was missing from a lot of cinema currently. Just yeah. everything is just, and we got Eternals coming out at the end of the month, which is just like we have these entities that are just like as strong yeah. as Thanos, and they're gonna bounce off of whatever they're fighting. Now, I guess. Um, yeah, it was it was refreshing to have something grounded. Felt like even. You know, your your Jason Bourne type movie, your Dark Knight type movie, like you're very in it, like all of this is plausible, but there's obvious plot armor because how else? But like it felt very like down to earth because you're you're dealing with problems that it's like, oh, like she didn't want to tell him that she had a kid. Wow, like that's a lot of tension. Uh like, oh, you're they're referencing <laughs> that, that he's making breakfast in the morning and yeah. you're just like, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> It's so awkward, but oh. yet adorable to some extent to like kind of realize that, you know, Bond, in order for him to be a dad, I mean, he couldn't, he couldn't be a dad, but like it would, it would take a super long road to get him there and to be, then be a good dad would be a totally other thing. That would be like a whole nother uh, psychiatrist trip. Because, like you could do several movies yeah. on him trying to like be a normal human and Which just, just failing there. miserably. Just isn't there. Um, but it's, it's those scenes that it's like, oh, like him trying to be in normal society doesn't work. And I think it helps bring that out at the end where, where you're coming to terms with, oh, like he actually can't. And I think he realized that as well, regard, uh, also with like, he can't go back and see them because he got infected with nanobots that would kill him. I didn't, I, kill the I was trying to figure wife. out, um, Remy Malek's character said anyone you touch. And then he said Madeline, and then he said the daughter's name, who's, I think, I don't know if it was Slavic or French, uh, something I couldn't pronounce. Matilda. Matilda? Yes, oh, Matilda well, is Maybe it. it wasn't that ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway. French, bro. I, th- I thought it was French. I don't know. I thought it was French, too, but, like, it, it, I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, they, like, it seemed like he was poisoned in such a way that he couldn't go back into society ever. Well, no, 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 because he only broke the red vial. Yeah, but he said anyone you touch, which, because if it was, but if it was anyone, uh, then like Remy Malek's character would have died. Maybe it's just like whoever it initially comes in contact with, it saves them and then kills everyone else. Maybe. Um, and I mean, Remy Malek didn't live long enough for them to figure out if the virus was going to do anything anyway. Yeah. Because James Bond shot him <laughs> a bunch of times. Yeah. Um, and I don't think James knew like who else it could affect as well. Yeah. Like I mean, he, you only have the word of the villain who wants to kill the entire world. Yeah. Like the, his whole entire point was to kill, infect the world, kill the world, and now you just got infected with something that you know is going to kill the people closest to you, but you have no clue if it's going to kill everyone else because that was the goal. Yeah, it was. So you have no clue. Really, crazy. you're left on edge. Um, um, I mean, it just, it just, it kind of was like. It, it created a situation where mm-hmm. Bond didn't just lose his life. Yeah. Before he lost his life, he lost everyone he loved. Yeah. He had to go through... Like, I, I don't really know how else to describe it. He's just basically... His world got taken away from him before he yeah. was even dead. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, I think made the decision for him to just kind of take the missile strike as mm-hmm. pretty easy one. Because... But also, like he, uh, to me, this was like a super sweet thing. Like he's he's down there in this the final the final act, and he picks up his daughter's bunny. bunny or dog or whatever it is, and Do-do. it's just this Do-do. sweet moment of him like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to bring this back to her. Yeah, that you know what that that like 
definitely brought like because you you now know as the the watcher mm-hmm. that James Bond, this murderous, just badass of a dude, mm-hmm. is like, oh, this this is my daughter's stuffed animal. I want to bring this yeah. back there, and he just tucks it right into his belt and like just goes on. And you can he's kind of won at this point. Mm-hmm. He's he's survived. We think everything's gonna go well, and his mind isn't anywhere else. It's just my family now. And it was just kind of like a really subtle thing, and they bring it all the way to like you know when he's, you see it on it on him when he's about uh, to get blown up at the end, and it was just yeah. kind of like a very big character building moment. Yeah. Um, one thing I really thought was cool. We're gonna completely pivot away from, from other the blending of Russian and Japanese culture in the villain's base. You have these massive concrete structures and he's sitting on the floor with a table in front of him wearing a kimono. And I'm just like, this is the most interesting villain I have seen yet. I, I don't, for history buffs out there, the Russians love their concrete. They build these massive things. It was really cheap for them to do uh, after World War II. Mm-hmm. Uh, they loved it, and they I forget what the name of the city is uh, in Russia. But anyway, big on concrete. There's this island yeah. that's disputed between Russia and Japan. I don't know if that's an actual thing or not, but mm. made for an interesting plot in the story. Yeah. And basically, he's got these Japanese gardens with the raked stones and these plants and water in Russian missile, <laughs> missile silos yeah. with, like, communist propaganda all over the wall. And it was just... <laughs> it was like... I'm like, this is just... They they definitely, you could tell they really wanted to do well with this movie because there was a lot of yeah. just little subtleties. So, you know, if you're in a scene, um, there's one scene where the, the um, what was her name again? The His his girlfriend. Madeline. Madeline was like kind of being interrogated by the Cyclops guy. And I'm just like, okay, they're talking. I don't really have to look at them. I'm going to look at all the walls and stuff around them. And there's this spray painted like worker, like red like those old like communist red man propaganda just like the mm-hmm. art style all of it spray painted everywhere and it's like they i mean it was it was all cgi i think i don't really think they built too many sets for this um but it it was still just like they took the time and yeah. built this base and gave it the blends of cultures of the two people who had kind of fought back and forth over it for so many years is the the backstory to this so it's like it, it that even was thought out. Like they could have just made it a concrete base, given it bunkers and whatever, but to give the location, the backstory of its owners over the years and to build that up, mm-hmm. that to me was really cool. Yeah. Cause that, I mean, they didn't really, they didn't really give any kind of background to what's his name other than he lived there. Remy Malik's character. Yeah. It was just kind of like, yeah, he lived on this Island and we killed him cause he was making toxins or his dad was making toxins to, for yeah. us. I think was for, they were working for Spectre yeah. and just needed to be wiped out. Um, but they just, they, they took the time to build that up. They took yeah. the time to build up all of these other characters. Yeah. They brought all of Spectre together. They tied off every loose yeah. and they didn't, they didn't leave anything hanging. Like I said, if they do a spin-off, it's going to have to be completely new uh, not, other I, than maybe M being well, the I, only carryover. And yeah, Money Penny. M, M, Money Penny, and New Double O. But I think they could... Uh, one Like the storyline that they could branch off of, because they didn't necessarily tie off... There's one loose end, and it is the international situation between now US, Japan, Russia, I think and they got it over that. Perhaps because they were um, they were kind of toasting at the end, and there was no yeah. talk of the war that was now broken out because okay. of this. I That's imagine true. in the real situation, 
you bomb the island, everyone gets up in arms, everyone's navies show up, and then, like, uh, you know, the Prime Minister of the UK, the President of the US, and I'm assuming it's just still Putin, get into a room, (laughs) and the Prime Minister just goes, hey, boys, there was some crazy biological agent that was being produced here. We may have had something to do with it. We may have not have. It's gone now. And, uh, yeah. The other thing I appreciated that they did is they didn't yada yada over uh, the workers escaping, which they've done in a bunch of movies. There were a ton of, uh, probably captives on that island that blew up with Pond. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's a a thing I just kind of thought about because there was hundreds, if not more, workers. I mean, Bond tore through a ton of them. But, uh... Yeah, normally it's you know the, the Avengers thing. It's like we're yeah. loading everybody onto boats to yeah. get them and, out of here. And I think the end twist when when Remy Malek's character came back to the island to like shoot Bond was like so interesting because he was going to escape. No one had him targeted. No one had him down. No one knew where he was. And he came back to kill Bond because... I don't think he came back to kill Bond. I think he probably realized well, that the silos were open and came true, back to true, close true. them. True, true, true. But like... In one thing, he he had to come back. Oh, yeah, he he had to come back to see his plan through because he was gone. Yeah. Again, tying up all the loose ends. Which I thought was, like, such a a nice, unexpected twist that was just like, oh, he's he's dedicated to his mission. Whereas, like, most of the the Bond villains that I know, like, when their plan goes to shit, they run away. Let me tell you a question or ask you a question here. Yes. And this is where I think there's a lot left on the cutting room floor. What was mm-hmm. his mission? Uh, presumably. And what was his motivation? His motivation was he wanted to get back at the people, presumably, Spectre. that killed him. So he wanted to get back at Spectre and then presumably going down this line of insanity, kill everyone else in the world or certain numbers of people in the world. I'm just going to say I'm, I'm leaning on the, the purifying the race line here. Uh, because like, there's a major gap in like, cause like his plan was everyone involved in the death of his family, aside from Madeline, who he saved was killed. And he ultimately ended up using her to kill that the boss of Spectre. Yeah. Um, so, hmm. why kill the rest of the world? <laughs> there, that to me, there was no real. Re- I mean, other than the fact that crazy men gonna do what crazy men gonna do. So, like, yeah, but that's there was. That's what I think it was going to be, and I think he had a lot to do with power and the control of God aspect of things. Remember that talk? Well, yeah, but I, like, like I said, like they didn't really. He wanted to be in control, and I think his plan was to wipe out a certain amount of people. Yeah, I mean... Like, I think he had a number in mind. Well, my thing, again, he was using the DNA databases to kind of pick and choose who lived and who died. Yes. So there was definitely some sort of He either, was genociding people. Yeah, he, he was he was going for... Because, I mean, even in his whole speech, he was talking about, I'm just doing what you do, but I'm doing it in a cleaner way. I'm going to yeah. purify. And I'm like, man, these are a lot of really scary... Uh, uh, Scary Nazi words yeah. we're playing with. <laughs> the real, the real Hitler of the game has just you grew know, his mustache. Flailing your arms in a podium in about five minutes. He just there, got kicked out of art school, guys. <laughs> Big warnings. He's from Austria. Stop now. Let him in the college. Yeah, jeez. 
and they don't reject people from Archul in Austria. Anyway, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, there. I, mean, I think I looking. Okay, having discussed this and come to that, I think that's the only missing point is his motivations for wiping out the world. The scientists' motivations were made clear in the end, but yes. like, but he also just kind of did it as a threat. It wasn't like that was his end goal. But there, yeah. there was, there was, there's a bunch of stuff missing. I don't know if we'll ever get to figure out what it is, really. But, but I, I like I, its I ambiguity know. in a sense because. It- Oh, but there doesn't, as, yeah, there doesn't yeah, need there to doesn't be a need reason. It just—it's just kind of like out of all of the things, the one usually needs a good reason to wipe out most of the planet. I would argue, uh, other than playing God, which just seemed to be his thing. Thanos, snap! I mean, if he was like, I randomly selected half of the people who submitted their test to twenty-three in me, <laughs> and now we're all going to get to share these. I'd be like, well, I mean, your face kind of resembles ancestry.com. It's just, we just 50 50 dice, man. Those nanobots reproduce. It's totally not a virus. Oh my gosh. Gosh, I would have loved to be in that room again. Let's bring up that point. So, guys, we made a movie where the villain wants to wipe out the entire planet with a virus. Um, man, there's a virus kind of chewing its way through the planet. What do we do? Nanobots, you get a raise. <laughs> you, Call get it a, a day. you get a raise. Call you get it a raise. Day. You get a raise. Call it a day. Anyway, I think, I think we're, uh, I think this is our we're time. The end. We're just kind of like around now. <laughs> That's generally what we do. Anyway, if you've listened this far... Congratulations. You're not yeah, getting cool. anything except our gratitude. <laughs> You're not getting anything except I hope we you tune in next time. Share the Maybe podcast. Maybe we'll have a jingle. Yeah. Maybe Share we'll have a jingle by then. I will talk to Brother Brad. He's going to hate <laughs> me for calling him that. But he is our dude if he wants beats. But thank you for listening. And until next time... I don't really know what to say at the end. Yeah, so really until next time, do what you're going to do. These will get better. <laughs> One at a time. <laughs> <laughs>